Our Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this privilege to be able to sit around your table. Thank you for inviting us. Um, thank you that Jesus invites his saints to feed uh, from him. We pray that our souls may be lifted up to you, that the downcast may be lifted, that the proud may be humbled, that the cross of Christ may be, may be made clear in our minds where it was blurry, and that we may be reminded of what Christ has done for us where we may have been forgetting, that we may be reminded to put our faith in Christ where we might have been depending on our works. Please grant that this afternoon would be beneficial and indeed a means of grace to us as we take the bread and the cup. May your name be glorified in our midst. We pray for our pastor who is not feeling very well. Uh, please be merciful to him. Strengthen his weak body. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please open your Bibles in Revelation chapter 5. I'm going to read verse 1 to verse 10. This will also be our call to worship in the afternoon again. Uh, but then we will consider verse 9 to verse 10 this afternoon. This is the word of God. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll to look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures, and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll, to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. 
and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God and they shall reign on the earth. This afternoon, I would like to remind you that you are not worthy to sit around this table. This is because of our sins. We see from this passage that there is only one who is worthy. Worthy to open the scrolls, whatever, uh, uh, whatever is written in there, the seven seals, whatever are in there. Worthy to stand before God. Uh, worthy to present a people to God. There's only one. And his name is Jesus Christ. He is both the lion of the tribe of Judah and the lamb who was slain for the sins of his people. I'd like you to notice that um, even the heavenly beings, the heavenly creatures are not worthy to do that which the Son of God alone can do. The Bible tells us here that uh, John was beginning to despair. Um, he was, uh, as it were, weeping because there's, there's no one who is worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. It seems that whatever is in the scroll is of vast importance, great importance, and there needs to be someone to open it. But then he's told to weep no more, to behold the lion of the tribe of Judah. Now look at John. John and chapter 1. In John chapter 1 verse 29 we read that the next day he saw Jesus coming toward him. And this is John the Baptist. And said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me because he was before me. John knows that Jesus Christ was before him and so he says, he must increase and I must decrease. Now, John, the revelator, who is the one writing the book of John, of John the Baptist, speaking of Jesus Christ, tells us here again in Revelation chapter 5, Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah. Behold the root of David. Behold the one who is greater than David. Remember in our morning morning reading uh, when, when the Apostle Paul is speaking to the men of Israel and telling them that David um, saw corruption 
but the one of whom it is prophesied or promised in the Psalms that he will not see corruption is Jesus Christ. That's, that's who John is telling us here to behold. Behold the root of David. And what has he done? Verse 5. He has conquered. He has conquered. He has overcome sin and death. He has overcome the grave. Behold him. So that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. He is worthy. He is worthy, my brethren. While all of us are unworthy to go before God, to stand before him, while all of, our, all of us are, are unworthy to sit around the table of God, Jesus Christ is the worthy one. And because of him, we are able to sit here. In verse 9 we read, they sing this new song and they say that, worthy are you. Worthy are you, O Lion of tribe of Judah, you the Root of David, you the Lamb who was slain for the sins of his people. Worthy are you. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. And the reason is because you are slain. The reason is because by your blood you ransomed the people for God. You see, Jesus Christ did not come to make salvation possible. He came to ransom a people for God. He came to die for his people. And these people are from every tribe and language and people and nation. He came to redeem the people of God. We are told that he is worthy because he did it. He accomplished the mission that the Father sent him to accomplish. He did, my brothers and sisters, that which you could not do. And that message can never be overemphasized. You cannot obey the law of God. You are unable to do it. You will try, but you will fail inevitably. That's not to say that you shouldn't keep the law of God now that you're saved, but it's to remind you that it is Jesus Christ that makes you acceptable. It is Jesus Christ that makes you worthy, if you will, to sit around this table this afternoon because he's the worthy one he's the one that was slain he's the one that took your place he's the one that shed his blood the blood of God as it were that has redeemed us he's the one that having lived a perfect life that we could not live having perfectly obeyed the law of God being tempted in everywhere as we are yet without sin having been reviled spat upon having been done all those things he sinned not and because of that you and I are able to sit here even though we have sinned we are able to sit here because we are clothed with the righteousness of Christ we are clothed with the righteousness of the one who is worthy because he was slain because of his blood because he ransomed us he ransomed us by going to that cross he ransomed us by taking upon himself the wrath of God that was due for you and I. He took the cross, the, the wages which are death for you and for me. Jesus Christ took that death. He took that punishment. He died upon that tree, that old rugged tree. Now you and I can sing hallelujah. 
He is the scepter. He is the throne. He is the triumph. He is the victory. Jesus, out of every nation, out of every tribe, out of every tongue, has redeemed the people by His blood. By the blood of His cross. That old rugged cross, Jesus Christ has redeemed a people for God. Like you to see there that these people have been redeemed for God. You have been redeemed for God. Verse 9, for you are slain and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God. And they shall reign on the earth. These people that Christ have redeemed, they are redeemed for God. You that are seated here this afternoon, around this table, you have been redeemed for God. Not for yourself, not for others, but for God. You are his workmanship. God has created you in Christ Jesus for himself, for good works. And so as we sit around this table because of the worthiness of Christ, that doesn't mean that we, we sit here living however we please, right? We sit here through the worthiness of Christ, yet we sit here living as the people of God, being the people of God, God being ours and we being His. God being our king, we being his subjects. God being our father, we being his children. That's why we are seated here. We are his people. We are his, his heritage, his inheritance, if you will. That which Christ has purchased by his blood. See the, the preciousness of being able to sit here. You see, it doesn't matter what you do not have or what you have in this world. If you have Christ, you have the most precious. You have the blood of the Son of God. You have been redeemed by Him, Him who is worthy. You have been redeemed by Him who was spotless. You have been redeemed by Him, Him who cannot be compared to anyone or anything in this world, the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. The one who has pleased the Father. You know, there is no one that has pleased the Father from the beginning of time, apart from Christ. The first man that God created did not please Him. It's only Jesus Christ. We are the people of God because of Jesus Christ. It is Him who reveals God to us. It is Him who, it is him who makes God ours and we His. Jesus Christ, the one whom the Father from heaven says, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Now, sitting here this afternoon, my brethren, is because of this that Christ has died for you, taken your place. He was worthy from the beginning. But he displayed his worthiness to us by taking the form of a servant, that human form, um, emptying himself, 
not counting equality with God a thing to be grasped so that you and I may be saved. So that you and I may have hope. So that no matter what happens in this world, come rain, come, sh- uh, uh, come, come shine. It doesn't matter. We are safe. We have hope. We, the, the world is the world is corrupt. The world is wicked. The world is dark. But we, we have our eyes open. Every day we wake up in the morning, we, we wake up with hope. We wake up with light. We, we wake up knowing that even if it were, our, it were our last day, we would be safe because of Christ. That's why we are seated here, my brethren. Now we, are, we are seated here so that we may be cleansed. So that we may say we, we, need, we need the worthy one. More and more and more and more. Not only when we became converted, but even now as we continue to live the Christian life, we need him who is the worthy one. We need to, as it were, take his body and blood and be cleansed and be helped to continue living for him and be reminded of what he did until he comes. Oh, praise the Lord for what Christ did for us. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the bread of heaven. Hmm? The hymn writer says, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We have the bread of heaven. Thou on earth, our food, our stay. Hallelujah. Hear the sinful flee to thee from day to day. He is our intercessor, our mediator, our advocate. He is the friend of sinners. Jesus Christ, the earth's redeemer. He is the one that pleads for us. That's why we, we love him. And that's why we are here this afternoon to partake of this bread and cup and be reminded of what Christ did and to repent of our sins to cast cast away all sloth all wickedness to say Christ you saved me help me to live for you more and more and more and more every day of my life that's why we're here to be reminded of the work of Christ so that we may continue living for him with zeal with fervor with energy with absolute dependence let's pray our heavenly father we thank you that we have Christ The Lord Jesus Christ with all his treasures is inexhaustible. We cannot exhaust the treasures that are in him. Yet, Lord, we pray that you may help us even now to meditate upon him, to think on him. 
to be rid of our sins. By depending on Him, by looking to Him, by trusting in Him. We pray that you may awaken us this afternoon. Remind us of the work of Christ. Revive our hearts by this means of grace. Strengthen our, our weakness. And help us to live day from day to day for you. Being carried by you to the praise and glory of your name. Remind us, Lord. Remind us of Christ. We pray these things in Jesus' name.